Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleepal Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. It'll be a blustery day today with the dry conditions. I'll show you who has high fire danger for this afternoon. All Durham schools are open today after a day of protests by staff on Monday. What school leaders are planning to do later this week to try to address the situation? More fencing like this will be added to five parks in Durham because of high lead levels. Coming up, what to do if you think your child has been exposed. The severe weather that's pounding California, causing mudslides and widespread flooding. The dangers people who live there are facing with this historic storm. That's bringing more than six months of rain in just a matter of days. That ground cannot handle any more water. A lot to tell you about on this Tuesday morning. We're grateful for our dry weather and the sunshine we'll see later today. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Certainly grateful that you are tuning in right now to get your Tuesday started. It's cold out there, freezing in some areas. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center right now. There might be a wind chill even, right? You know, it actually will feel like mid-40s this afternoon with the breeze as our wind really kicks up later on today. It is clear out, so we're going to have the sunshine with us today. But we have a wind out of the northeast right now at 7. We've seen some spots this morning gusting already up to 15 could be up to 30 this afternoon it's 35 currently in the triangle area this is a look at our wind the gusts will be on the right side we were gusting just a little while ago to about 17 in clinton uh, we're looking at steady winds though at 13 in rocky mount 15 in fayetteville and goldsboro so the winds are beginning to pick up a little bit we'll see steady winds at around 15 this afternoon but gusting as high as 30 and that's coming out of the northeast so it's going to feel chilly it'll also bring high fire danger um, the the greatest risk will be in our southern counties but it would be a good day to put off outdoor burning anywhere. We'll see more favorable burn conditions later in the week. It's 32 in Roxborough and South Hill, mid-30s in Durham and Raleigh, as well as Goldsboro and Rocky Mount, upper 30s in Fayetteville and Clinton. So it's chilly out there, especially with that breeze. Our high temperature this afternoon, around 53 degrees with lots of sunshine. We'll see a couple more uh, nice dry days. And then over the weekend, temperatures really climb, but we'll also see an increasing chance for rain. I'll walk you through it. Coming up, Brian. 602 right now, Elizabeth. And I just checked with Raleigh 911. We have no crash is reported anywhere in Wake County. All of our major routes also are looking good through Wake County. In Durham and Chapel Hill, our partners at Waze are not reporting any problems this morning, and all of our major routes there are clear. Let's get an early check of that ride into Raleigh there. Those major approaches, not seeing any problems coming in from the southern part of Wake County on I-40 through Garner or on US-1 out of Apex through Cary. And out of the northern part of Wake County, the ride on Capitol in Lewisburg is looking clear to 540. This morning, all Durham public schools are open and classes are back on schedule. We are watching the district for any updates this morning after days of disruptions because of ongoing pay issues. The Durham Association of Educators organized this rally yesterday. Staff and parents picketed at the downtown building. Many told WRAL the two staff recommended salary options the board considered last Friday did not meet their demands. They are glad the board decided to vote on this issue this Thursday instead. We talked to a teacher and a parent who said this has been a learning experience for her family. That I understand that 
having this day off is very hard for all families, all working families, um, but it's really important for us to be supportive of our, of our school's classified staff. Uh, there's just so many people that are being affected. And the school board is also planning to hold a special meeting tomorrow to discuss personnel matters. It's not clear what the specific topic of the meeting will be. Today, Wake school leaders will vote on eliminating enrollment caps at three elementary schools. Apex, Highcroft, and Mills Park Elementary Schools are currently close to new families because of overcrowding. But the enrollment has dropped for a number of reasons. School leaders are considering open, opening them back up to all families in the neighborhoods. And the meeting gets started at 5.30 this evening. More park space in Durham will be off limits because of elevated lead levels. This comes because of new guidance from the Environmental Protection Agency. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us live from East Durham Park. And Kelsey, this has been an issue for people there in Durham for months. Jeff, it sure has, and some of you may have noticed this orange fencing like this at parks across Durham. So this is uh, East Durham Park, and this is one of five parks in Durham that's had these lead issues that we've been telling you about for months. Take a look at the fencing that's already up at Walltown Park. Documents show additional fencing will be added to 35 acres across five parks in Durham. Lyon, East End, Walltown, East Durham, and Northgate. This fencing has to be added because of new regulations from the Environmental Protection Agency. The lead was there before, but the updated guidance requires more fencing. It's still not clear how the city will address the problem, but for now, the areas that are off limits are expanding and it's difficult to detect lead exposure. So parents, your children may not show any symptoms if they've been exposed, but if you think they've been exposed, it's best to give them uh, a blood test. And the CDC has a list of guidelines for what to do if there is lead found in your child's blood and you can check that out on our website, WRL.com. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Durham. Raleigh City Council may vote today on restoring city support of the Citizen Advisory Council. The City Council voted to disband the group in 2020. The neighborhood groups existed for decades to get more people involved in shaping the city's future. The Raleigh City Ad Citizen Advisory Council says it is confident at least five council members will vote to restore support at today's meeting. That will get started at one this afternoon. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, some sad news to report of the, out of the country music world. Country music superstar Toby Keith has passed away after a battle with stomach cancer. His family posting to his official website, tobykeith.com, saying the singer passed away peacefully on Monday, surrounded by his family. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Uh, Keith performed at the 2023 People's Choice Awards back in September, and he received the Country Icon Award. He announced in June of 2022 that he had cancer, surgery, and chemo, as well as radiation. And uh, messages starting to pour in uh, from around the world, a lot of his fans taking to the social media platform X. Uh, Zach Bryan here writing, too many rides in my old man's car listening to Toby Keith. Really hard thing to hear. Rest in peace, friend. We love you. Zach, uh, Toby Keith was just 62 years old. Michelle, thanks for that. This morning, the rain just won't seem to stop. For millions of people from top to bottom of the state of California, three people have died. Los Angeles is expected. Now we're a month into the year. They've had close to half a year's worth of rain by this date. 
The Pacific Coast Highway is closed in two locations this morning and more than 200,000 California power customers are dealing with outages. And the flooding has led to some dramatic rescues, including this man who was stuck on the roof of his car in San Fernando Valley. National Weather Service says the danger for freeways to flood could continue through Wednesday. Mudslides also remain a major concern, especially in those hillside communities. Back here in Raleigh, police are investigating a shooting on Bragg Street. The WRL breaking news tracker was on scene as officers investigated around 1.45 Monday afternoon. The man who was shot was taken to the hospital with injuries. He's expected to be okay. Police tell us a fight happened before the shooting. No one has been arrested. Police were also called to a shooting on Pool Road in Raleigh. You're looking at video from Sky 5. Investigators got to the scene around 3.30 yesterday afternoon. They found a man with gunshot wounds. He's being treated for serious injuries. Police say a suspect is not in custody. New this morning, the White House says President Biden would veto a standalone aid package for Israel proposed by the House. This comes as a Senate border deal that would include aid to U.S. allies now appears to be on shaky ground on Capitol Hill, where you're looking live right now. In a statement, the White House said the administration spent months working with a bipartisan group of senators to reach a national security agreement that secures the border and provides support for the people of Ukraine and Israel. The standalone bill was floated by House Speaker Mike Johnson last week. Johnson responded to the White House calling the veto threat a betrayal of our great ally and friend in Israel in their time of desperate need. More affordable housing units will be coming to downtown Raleigh soon. City Council leaders are expected to approve a $700,000 grant during today's meeting. The units will honor the Idlewild community. It was the first location in Raleigh where formerly enslaved people were allowed to own homes. North Carolina Central's head basketball coach Lavelle Moten will be in attendance at the meeting. His company, Raleigh Raised, partnered with Raleigh Area Land Trust to help develop that area. The meeting starts at 1 this afternoon. A new warning about distracted drivers using new Apple headsets. The alerts coming from a federal official and from Apple itself. Also this morning, we continue to monitor any new developments concerning the health care for King Charles. The new reaction this morning from world leaders, including President Biden. And we have dry conditions for the next few days, but the weekend is looking a bit wet, especially as we get into early next week. I'll show you how much rain we can see and the timeline coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. Six twelve. We take a live look across our area. Temperatures are mostly in the mid thirties as you're stepping out the door. And the uh, whirly gigs there in Wilson are spinning around. We're seeing steady winds out of the northeast at about uh, ten to fifteen miles per hour. And we've had some gusts this morning up to about fifteen. We're now up to twenty one. Uh, gusts back up here in uh, Clinton right now. The gusts are on the right in the white box. And if you don't see anything in that box, it just means we're not seeing any gusts at that uh, in that area right now. Uh, we're steady to fifteen in Fayetteville and thirteen in Rocky Mountain and Goldsboro. All that wind coming out of the northeast, so it's chilly. So a uh, chilly start this morning. That wind makes it feel even colder. As a matter of fact, this afternoon, it'll likely feel like mid-40s, even though our temperatures will climb into the mid-50s. Walking the dog this morning and this evening will definitely be on the chilly side. Brian? 
All new at 613, Elizabeth, getting reports of a crash in the New Hill area there in the southwestern part of Wake County. Looks like it might be around US-1. Working to get some details about that. Hope to have a pinpointed location for you in the next few minutes. Elsewhere in the Triangle, still looking fine on our major routes through Wake County and in Durham County as we take a look at that live camera at I-40 at Fayetteville Road. Eastbound traffic heading away from us right now, not picking up any big delays from 15501 over toward Chapel Hill all the way out to 885 in South Durham. Renee? Brian, thanks. The man charged in the deadly Apex shooting will wait until next week for his next court appearance. Harry Hardman was scheduled to have a disposition hearing Monday. He's now expected back in court next Monday, February 12th. Hardman is accused of killing two women outside of his townhome last month. No word on a possible motive in the case. Today, a House committee is expected to vote on articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Last night, the GOP-led committee voted to advance the resolution. It now moves to the floor where it will be heard and voted on this afternoon. If the article passes, it will then be up to Speaker Mike Johnson to decide how soon to send it over to the Senate, although it's not expected to pass there. Republicans say Mayorkas deserves to be impeached for his handling of the southern border. Democrats on the committee argue the evidence does not reach the impeachment bar of high crimes and misdemeanors. It's not expected, like we said, to pass in the Senate. We continue to stay on top of King Charles's cancer battle. Leaders from around the world are offering well wishes to the 75-year-old monarch. WRO's Ken Smith joins us now with how some world leaders are reacting to the news. Ken. Yeah, Rene, these are world leaders, including there in the UK, with whom the king has had a working relationship and has known for years. New this morning, this tweet from President Biden stating, Jill and I joined the people of the United Kingdom in praying that his majesty experiences a swift and full recovery. And this from Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, I have no doubt he'll be back to full strength in no time and I know the whole country will be wishing him well. Buckingham Palace still has not revealed the type of cancer King Charles is coping with, but this is a rare glimpse into the king's private life. The king actually, by disclosing some of those personal details about his prostate issues just recently, was in some ways breaking with tradition. The queen was certainly much more private about her health. Royal watchers are wondering if this health scare could help mend the current rift between Prince William and his brother Harry. The palace says Prince William will be taking on additional royal duties as his father recovers and works from home. Also, Prince Harry is planning a trip to th this week to visit with his father. Of course, coming up on today, starting at 7, a live report from Molly Hunter in London. Of course, Renee, this news continues to reverberate across the world, really, because he's only been in that role as monarch for 18 months. Yeah, and now battling this cancer mm. diagnosis, being transparent about that diagnosis, right. but still not saying what type of cancer has begun treatment. Uh, we'll continue to wait for updates from Buckingham Palace. True. Ken, thanks. A warning for drivers after viral videos show people wearing Apple's new Vision Pro headsets while behind the wheel. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg reposted this video of a driver of a Tesla Cybertruck wearing the headset. In the post, Buttigieg reminds drivers that even if their vehicle has driver assistance technology, drivers still need to be in control and fully engaged. Apple has also released safety information reminding users to always pay attention to their surroundings. 
If you need more motivation to donate blood, the Red Cross has something for you. People who donate blood anytime in the month of February will get a $20 Amazon gift card. That also includes platelet and plasma donations. The Red Cross is trying to get more people to come out because blood supply is critically low this time of year. And that's due in part to winter weather that canceled many blood drives in January across the country. It seems there is a need all types of year, but especially in winter where we are right now and getting some pretty wintry temperatures. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRF Severe Weather Center. It's going to be tough on this afternoon, mid 40s. Yeah, it's going to feel chilly with that breeze this afternoon and that wind is already starting to kick up a little bit. We take a, a live look at Goldsboro and Apex. Here's Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant and of course Fayetteville there uh, right in front of our newsroom. Let's talk a little bit about California and then we'll talk more about uh, what we're going to see here because eventually we'll see this system moving into our area, but it's not going to do uh, nearly the kind of damage that uh, folks saw in California. It's a totally different scenario. In most winter setups, we see a river of fast moving air that moves in around Washington State or Oregon, and uh, those areas you know, see that frequently. So, you know, that doesn't tend to uh, cause so much trouble. Uh, but down here in Southern California, it's more of a dry, arid uh, landscape, and so all this rain can cause some really serious problems. So we look at this, it's, you know, three to four and a half, five inches of rain. Um, our area can handle that sort of rain pretty pretty well, but you know, we get into 10 inches of rain and it starts to to really uh, cause some problems for us and uh, that's exactly what they're seeing. You know, if we saw 10 to 15 inches of rain, um, it would cause some major flooding for us and you know, 3 to 6 inches of rain for folks there. Um, it just the, because of the landscape just causes a lot of problems. They'll likely see another 1 to 3 uh, inches of rainfall that again they've already seen about 3 to 5 inches so far. Once that system arrives here, um, there won't be nearly as much rain associated with it. We're probably going to see a half an inch to three quarters of an inch. We could see a few light showers on Friday. Doesn't look like anything heavy. And then Saturday afternoon, that rain rolls in, especially in our northern counties. And then on Sunday, it looks like it'll be wet for much of the day. And then we may end up seeing this rain to the south. Notice how that's Sunday at 7 p.m. This is likely to lift back up across our area again on Monday. So once we move into this wetter pattern, it looks like it's here for a bit. We take a look at our rainfall potential um, over the weekend. We'll pause it to Sunday at nine o'clock, looking at about half an inch to three quarters of an inch, but we'll add to that again on Monday uh, as well. We take a look at our temperatures uh, 53 today, 55 Wednesday, 60 Thursday. We'll continue to see lots of sunshine and dry conditions all the way through Thursday. A couple of cold mornings in the upper 20s Wednesday and Thursday. It'll be breezy today, not as windy for Wednesday, but the winds today will make it feel more like mid 40s with the wind chill. And we also have high fire danger in places, so you want to put off any outdoor burning. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about that situation. Brian? 620 right now, Elizabeth. All new, we have a crash on US-1 northbound right around the New hill Holloman Road interchange. Coming in from the Harris Lake area up toward Apex, you can see pretty big delay starting to build there in advance of New hill Holloman Road. It looks like if you can pick up US-1 northbound from New hill Holloman Road, you should be in pretty good shape heading on out toward Apex. But that ride from Sanford up to Apex already seeing about a nine-minute delay. So you want to keep that in mind as you come in from Lee County this morning. Elsewhere, we're looking good in Durham and also in Raleigh as we take a look at those major approaches into town. Only a two-minute delay coming in on southbound Capitol Boulevard from Wake Forest. Heading out this morning, be sure to turn us on in the car. 99.3 FM in Raleigh, 96.5 FM in Durham. You can listen to our live news, weather, and traffic updates there all morning long.
Brian, thanks. Some people in Memon are worried about the additional traffic the new Bucky's Travel Plaza will bring. The work city leaders are doing to make sure the travel hotspot does not become a traffic nightmare. And an 11-year-old reporter is stealing the show ahead of this year's Super Bowl. We'll introduce you to this budding young star coming up in What's Trending. First, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Well, there's already a new star coming out of the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, and he's an 11-year-old reporter. <laughs> Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending. <laughs> Jeremiah Fennell worked as a reporter for the NFL Network last night and asked the tough questions. There is going to get more attention during the game than the actual player. Ooh. Ha! Huh, that's funny. Um, I think the obvious answer is to probably go with Travis. Every season, social media has been buzzing about your touchdowns. So hey, he's pretty good. Uh, he asked a lot of serious questions as he uh, worked the Super Bowl opening night event. He interviewed Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and other players during that busy night in Vegas. This is great. The kid's from Las Vegas. He's 11 years old, as you said, Brian. But he started his sports journalism career way back when he was seven. And he's been doing it ever since he got into it because he had some health issues that prevented him from playing sports. But he wanted to stay in that arena. And this is how he's doing it. Well, you can tell with the setup with his oh. questions. He knows his stuff. He does his homework. He's good. Got yeah. the attention of the players, too. And he's willing to work well nights, which yes. helps. <laughs> it helps in this business. Uh, we're getting a sneak preview of another star-studded Super Bowl commercial. Jason Momoa joins Zach Braff and Donald Faison in this year's ad for T-Mobile. Flashback to flash dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, my. Wow. T-Mobile trying to up their game from last year. You may remember when uh, the Scrubs alums teamed up with John Travolta. So this year, they've got Jason Momoa, <laughs> flash dance. Yeah, they're doing all their own singing, too. Oh, and that was Jennifer Beals from the original flash dance. Oh, that's funny. The cameo. That is so priceless. funny. Good stuff. <laughs> Can't wait. Tis the season, Brian, for those commercials. Thank mm -hmm. you. NFL's first regular season game in Brazil has its designated home team. Now the Philadelphia Eagles will play the game in Sao Paulo beginning in next season. It'll happen during the first week of the upcoming NFL schedule. The league has not announced who the Eagles will be playing in that game, but the Panthers are one of nine possibilities because they're on the Eagles' home schedule. But it's unlikely because they're already playing a home game in Germany next season. This morning on Today, figure skater Gracie Gold is in studio for an exclusive interview. She'll talk about her new memoir that details her struggles with mental health and her message to young skaters. Catch that this morning on Today at 7, right after our news here on WRL. The biggest thing to know about today is the wind. We're going to be gusting up to 30 miles per hour. It is going to be a cool day. That's going to make it feel even more chilly. Plus, we'll have fire, high fire danger in places. I'll show you that coming up. And you'll see more signs like this at some parks in Durham. What a city leaders expanding the areas that are inaccessible because of lead levels. A powerful storm in California is leading to flooding and widespread power outages. The additional dangers people who live there are facing today.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.